Hi, welcome back to The Lantern. This is a podcast for caregivers of special needs people, children and adults. <clears throat> this is episode number one. And uh, today I'm going to uh, do an episode where I basically just kind of tell a story and then uh, I will, uh, you know, talk about the big picture of the story and uh, give you a call to action. So, um, as I had said, I have a 27-year-old son who uh, is autistic and uh, has some cerebral palsy. Um, I'm uh, 56 years old right now, and, oh, I'd say this probably happened uh, close to 20 years ago. Um, when you're raising a, 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 a handicapped child, uh, somebody with special needs, um, when, especially, uh, when they're young, it, there's a lot that you are trying to figure out. Uh, your life is not the same as everybody else's. Uh, you have so many frustrating things that happen daily um everything from losing sleep to um well for for example in in my case uh i suppose he was when he was about about that age about seven years old this happened for many years but um and it still does to a certain extent but not not the way it did then he has a hard time with transitions, so trying to get him into the bathtub, trying to get him dressed, um, trying to get him to the dinner table or the breakfast table or, or whatever, uh, is, is difficult. Uh, you know, when you're bathing him, uh, you know, when he when he was uh, seven years old, and and it went on for some time, but he would lash out at you when you were brushing his teeth or washing his hair or whatever and uh, maybe dig his fingernails into your arm or uh, uh, you know when you're dressing him uh, you know maybe defecate on purpose and then um, uh, and then smear it Um, so um, I know there's many of you that know exactly what I'm talking about so he's uh, you know he has some uh, he, he had some serious behavioral issues issues so uh one sunday you know it was tough and by the time we got to to uh church on sunday um by the time we got to mass on sunday uh it was probably 10 30 or 11 o'clock a.m mass maybe noon i don't remember but um you know we had already gone through quite a quite a few quite a large number of trials and tribulations you know we had some we had climbed mountains that by the time we had gotten to church even that uh you know a lot of people have no idea what you're you know they wake up and they uh get their coffee and they have to they think about what they're what am i going to have for breakfast this morning you know you know the <coughs> these are the uh, problems that a lot of other people have that we don't even have the uh, luxury to to uh, spend any time thinking about you know it's just um, 
as I said, we we wake up and we climb a mountain, and uh, you know by the time we get to church. Uh, so on this specific occasion, I was frazzled. I had it had been a long morning, and um, I got to church and and um, I started kind of having a uh, kind of a heart to heart with God. You know, kind of a uh, during mass, uh, I started asking him, uh, you know, why me? Which is a question I asked a lot. You know, why me? Why my son? You know, why us? Why? Why are you giving us this difficult task, this difficult life? It's uh, why did you put this on us? Why did you put this on my son? You know, I was uh, uh, not sitting uh, in mass in thankful prayer. I was, I was kind of, kind of uh, looking, uh, looking at God and and saying. Uh, I'm not too happy with you right now, um, uh, with your decisions uh, to 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 do this, uh, uh, to to give to give us uh, this all of these uh, difficulties, um, and uh, so I'm I'm going through the mass and I'm continuing to have these uh, conversations, you know, with. Uh, conversations i guess you could call it a a one one one-sided conversation from me up to god and uh suddenly i i i um i have i had a a revelation and in it and to this day it feels as though uh, it was an audible revelation i i i got an answer and um my answer was to stop feeling sorry for myself and stop feeling sorry for myself for my son especially my son because uh he will never commit a mortal sin in his life and um basically uh that's what keeps you from eternal salvation to keeps you from heaven is those mortal sins um he'll never have one so so basically he's got a free pass to heaven um, and, and, and then, uh, and then it, it went on and, uh, and it, and said that I'm the person that I should be worrying about, not my son. He's, he's got the uh, free pass to heaven. I'm the one that's uh, got all, all, I, I'm the one that truly has imperfections. Um, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my, my obstacles are light years above what his is, um, all of the temptations and uh and things that come at us daily and uh sinful temptations and and we act upon them where uh you know my son can't act upon he may have those temptations but he can't and doesn't act upon those temptations um the way that we do uh and so uh you know it just felt like it just felt like there was a burden off my shoulders you know i just felt like uh, i felt as though i was lighter than i was when i went into church um it's it was one of those things where uh you're no longer listening to what's going on during the mass or during church and and uh um all you can think about is thank you for the uh thank you for the answer it really helps me and um so that's that's the way i've always looked at 
at him since then and me since then um i'm never going to be as perfect as as he is uh he he's i mean he's not perfect i didn't make he he got only made one perfect human being and that was jesus but uh, but i got an answer that he's basically if anybody in the on this planet has uh, an opportunity for eternal salvation for heaven then it's it's uh, my son uh, and other uh, supposed handicapped uh, supposed uh, imperfect people um, so <clears throat> I guess the big picture is that in reality God has given me a huge he's done me uh, and my son a huge favor um you know by giving him these worldly dis imperfections and um and by being his caregiver and being around him all the time and having to to deal with these imperfections um i'm distracted from some of the temptations of sin that come at us all day long every day and um uh, you know, it's still going to be a monumental task for me to overcome these temptations, and and but my odds are are greater now uh, than they were without before uh, before I was raising him. My odds of uh, my odds of eternal salvation in heaven are uh, far greater now, <clears throat> just uh, just by being around him and and uh, losing and being distracted from some of these temptations. And uh, and then uh, you know I guess that that makes me realize that um, you know God gave me uh, this son this these uh, he gave me my son he gave me um, he he gave me um, the challenges that he's given us and my son out of love uh, and um, you know hopefully out of love for me and hopefully out of love for my son so. Um, it's a blessing. So now the call to action is, uh, my call to action is to go ahead and have these strong conversations with God. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, to talk to him the way you would talk to somebody else in your life when you're not happy with him. Um, I think that that's a, you know, and, and ask for answers. Um, you know, ask, ask him, say, you know, give me an answer for this. You know, what am I, what, what do you want from me? I've had those conversations a lot. What do you want from me? You may not get your answer right away. You may not get your answer for a year or two from now. But, uh, the more you ask, the more you get yourself into that situation, into those situations where you're able to ask, the more likely you are to receive an answer. So put yourself into those places, in those situations where you can spend time in prayer and, and ask, for ask for answers for these questions that you have. Uh, you know, for me, um, being able to spend an hour uh, once a week, some, it's difficult sometimes to get your mind straight when, you know, you wake up and you've got all this soil laundry and et cetera to do. Uh, you know, when you're going on with your day, it's, it's difficult to take an hour out uh, an hour block and say, I'm going to do nothing but pray for this hour. If you can do it, that's great. But, 
for me personally, the only time I can really do that is when I go to Mass um, on Sundays. Uh, I spend an hour, and that seems to be when I, when I get most of my answers to the tough questions I'm asking. Some, occasionally I'll step back from what I'm, you know, from my challenge and just close my eyes and, and say, uh, what do you want from me? And then maybe be quiet for 30 seconds or something like that and see if the answer comes. So put yourself into those situations and in those places where you can, uh, spend some time in, in prayer. It's a different type of prayer, I guess, when you're, when you're, almost confronting God and saying, what the heck's going on here? But it is prayer. So uh, put yourself in those situations and um, uh, realize that, I guess, God, uh, realize, I guess, that uh, God must love and respect us and and appreciate what we're doing uh, to be giving us uh, the task that he's given us. Thank you for listening. And Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, subscribe and tell your friends about it. Thank you.